What's good, ladies and gentlemen? Today is July 28th, 2019. My name is Josh Moxie. I'm an aspiring entrepreneur documenting my journey. And in today's episode of Reflections, it's gonna be a good one, probably a shit ton of lessons. I feel like that's gonna be the most heavy area today based on my reflection previously, or earlier rather. And uh, what Reflections is, is a weekly episode where I get on camera after I'm done reflecting on my week. And I try to, in my reflection, I try to extract what worked, what didn't, challenges I experienced, things on my mind, how I grew, um, lessons I learned, and all types of things like this in order to grow on a weekly basis, in order to capture my week on a given, given point in history, if you will, and as well then get on camera and try to share some of these insights with you and hopefully you can apply them in your own life as well as just like learn a little bit more about my journey and where I'm coming from. I'm coming from with things and um, how I'm growing, how, how I'm evolving, etc. And I hope I bring you a shit ton of value in the process. That is always my goal with this or else I would literally just fucking keep it private. Um, but I want to keep it public because it's just better when people have the opportunity to grow with me. And I hope this is it's like a, it's a fucking long episode, obviously. It's a long series, but uh I hope it's a productive hangout and I hope you are enjoying your run, your car, your car, car ride, what the fuck is a car ride, um, the commute, whatever you're doing right now, the gym, if you're listening to this, I appreciate you, hope this is a productive hangout and uh, without, without further ado, let's get started. And just one more thing, if you're watching last episode, I literally flipped my facial hair. Last week I had only a mustache with no beard. This week I have no mustache with only a beard. So just fucking around with my facial hair. Anyways, let's get into today's episode. What's been on my mind? Pressure to make money has been incredibly on my mind. Um, just like from every aspect of my life, really. Um, it's time to make money. It's time to go hustle. Uh, thinking a lot about July and like it just July was so strange man It started out as the beginning of July was supposed to be like a couple days of a reset of a reflection of an organizing of my life and it's it's taken so long and it's taken so much of my July to take a step back and Organize my entire fucking life with productivity apps like I feel like that's my whole fucking Existence right now. It's actually it's not but it's just a huge part of it and with that, Notion's been very top of mind. I'm fucking obsessed with Notion right now. It's just such an incredible app. I'll talk about this more throughout the episode, but just all sorts of things like how I can use it better, um, looking for use cases, trying to keep things simple while also being the perfect amount of complex. And that didn't make any English sense, whatever. Um, relational databases, all sorts of random things inside Notion. I am just loving it right now. It is so fucking great. What were my favorite wins? So wins wise, I feel like I didn't have the most productive week ever, but I'll still capture a few things that were notable. So first off, the fact that I had to literally put down setting a clear goal is just like, just goes to show how little of work I got done this week. But I did set a very clear and specific goal for Moxie Energetics that does juice me. So that is exciting. Um, also working on putting a plan into motion for that to make that happen and just get over the f my fucking fear of no's and rejection and all that jazz. I'm, I'm really intrigued by the idea of measuring no's and making that the objective. Like, that might be the way out through that. 
I went through this incredible, what do you call it, group session, I, I guess you could call it, for uh, non-material source energy medicine. There was a scholarship fund. We contributed to the fund, and in turn, we got this, like, group NIMSEM session. It was incredibly deep. I just, like, I was just mind-blown at how, and it continues to be deep as I re-experience it and uh, recommand it to happen. Holy fuck. I'm just, I'm just in awe at how great this feels. I mean, all sessions really feel great if I'm truly allowing, but just there's something very unique about this that I'm just, I'm just loving. The idea of having the group aspect of it, the mastermind, if you will, um, one plus one equals three or 11 or whatever the hell you want to put in there. But uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm in awe. I got to seventh ranked for the keyword challenging conversations and I'm such a rookie with SEO, oh my God. But it was just cool to see it. Um, it then dropped to like 50 or something, but it was just cool to see it when I first uploaded it at seven to get that like positive feedback and reward the action of me taking the time to learn a little bit of keywords and stuff like that. That was really fucking cool, I'm glad I did that. Notion wise, it was just so many random things. Um, learning so many use cases, so many so many new ways of using it, um, learning about databases, what the ideal use of that is, when to not use a database, ways to use databases, linking between databases, relational databases I started learning about yesterday. Um, just, there's just so much, so many use cases and creative ways you can use this fucking app. So I'm just like, I'm just learning a ton. I'm also setting up, uh, like I continued setting up my dashboard, if you will, in the way that all of these types of pages and layouts and stuff like that. Um, yesterday, I did almost all of the mock energetics layouts and stuff like that. Um, but just like every area of my life is slowly but surely being covered, but also being careful to not like completely go haywire like I did with ClickUp. So just like slowly integrating things and also making sure things are not too specific in nature, but just letting things uh, organically organize themselves, which I've covered like two weeks ago in Reflections 53, I think it was. What worked? I took a break from fasting, like intermittent fasting. I've been intermittent fasting for like, wow, since uh, maybe like March. March 2017 seems or sounds about right. So anyways, something around there. And I just decided, I don't know, I'm just like fucking sick of fasting. So taking a quick break and feels good. So I'm not sure I'm going to continue if I'm going to continue with it or go back to it. But right now I'm just enjoying the lack of rules, if you will, around that because there's just so many other things I need to be worrying about right now. Having a clear measurable target with multiple related sub-targets, if you will. So for me, I have a specific dollar amount, but then I'm also measuring my nose. So I have like a, a specific goal of like 10,000 nose. And I also have a specific goal of how many clients I want. So there's like those, those last two are, um, are subsets of the dollar amount if you will. Cause if I do those two things, I will get that dollar amount. So I thought that was cool to have that type of, uh, I don't even know what you want to call it, but it's just, I like the way that's set up. Looking at my bank account, instead of just keeping my head in the sand and, and using the debts and all of my challenge regarding my bank account right now and my financial situation just motivate the fuck out of me. Like when I looked the other day, I almost just put my head in the sand, but instead I was like, okay, Josh, you need to confront this. It's better to just know it as truth than try to 
try to just forget it or whatever. Um, I think that's the mature thing to do in that situation. Anyways, using that from that, like that type of energy immediately, like just taking action and focusing on what I can control, putting creative problem solving to use, if you will, um, and all that energy and just like moving forward, getting momentum and ultimately moving forward from it. Drinking more just regular black coffee. I've gotten in the trap of, uh, of mochas a lot recently and, and it's just, I love mochas, but fuck that like mini sugar crash after it's just, it kind of makes it not worth it. So just going back a little bit to black coffee feels nice as fuck. Using notion for just all areas of my life. Like it's slowly, but surely coming together and just becoming this beautiful fucking thing where I use it to capture all my documents, all my notes, all my journaling. Like, it's just crazy what this is gonna do and how this is working so far. I'm absolutely addicted to it. Filling at a water place with a person that works there, meaning like they have an assistant or just a manager on on the water site, if you want. I'm talking about like clean water. Um, for me, this is Saver in Springs, which is a local thing in Kitchener. And it's just so helpful because the guy was helping me fill waters while I'm taking the waters out, if you will, back into the car that are full. It goes so much faster. I just get a few extra minutes because it's a little bit longer, but I get a few extra minutes of podcasts and it's just like, it's just so much easier because the dude's helping me. I love that. It's also fucking dirt cheap if you do this $100 prepay thing. Just A plus for that specific place. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Three drinks of alcohol. That gave me a huge fucking hangover. Awful, 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 awful. So drink less than two. Definitely the actual there. And specifically it was wine, so that might actually play into some sugar stuff, but yeah, fucking alcohol, man. And also if I wanna get work done, probably not the best idea to have any more than one glass. Literally, I'm that much of a lightweight at this point. So just like stay the fuck away from alcohol, typically speaking, if I'm trying to get shit done still. Using one meal a day fasting while on a lean bulk. So despite me saying I'm not on a fast, I was experimenting yesterday with one meal a day, AKA OMAD. And uh, you eat basically for one hour every 24 hours. Bad idea if you're lean bulking. I tried to fit in like 20 or 2000 calories. It was just a fucking mess. It impacted me negatively for hours. My mental energy was down. I, my clarity was down. I wanted to just sleep. My belly was so full. I was exhausted. So just bad. Um, if I'm going to do lean bulking throughout this, I need to be able to do a better window, like four hours instead of just one. I just can't do That's such a, it's such a small gap. I just can't do it. Keeping a timeline that's way too short with my expectations long-term. So for example, I was thinking things like, yo, if I don't hit XYZ goal and within a month, I'm just, I'm losing, I'm a losing player. And like that coupled with this idea of not maximizing July in the most effective ways really fucked with me. Like I was just, yeah, it was a, I was in a bad spot at times this week just because I was imagining these like macro fucking goals and things that are super fucking big and expecting myself to achieve them within like minutes if you will so it's just like it's just a bad idea to try to create these artificial timelines we don't that don't actually exist in reality but we're just trying to put too much pressure on ourselves yes be urgent and stuff like that but also remember that this is a long-term play it is micro speed macro patience so like 
micro speed, meaning yes, be urgent as fuck on a day-to-day basis and try to maximize as much as your day as possible. But at the same time, your macro, meaning your vision is not going to happen overnight and you have to pay attention to the timelines you're setting for yourself because they might be too short. And in my case, it was just, it was a mess. So yeah, gotta be cautious. Make sure you're allotting the proper time while also being urgent. It's just like this fine balance between that. No personal dashboard of my next steps and my next small tasks, if you will, small chunking, all these things. Um, it, it was partially because I was not wanting to have duplicates in my click, not click up, in my notion, the way I, my notion is set up. It's got like all the categories with the pages, if you will. So I didn't want to have like duplicates going on, but now I'm just, I don't really care that much. It's not helping me to, excuse me, it's not helping me to not move forward by just being romantic about how I want my fucking notion thing to be and I don't want duplicates. Like, get the fuck out of here. So if I want to actually just kind of avoid duplicates, an actionable I came up with is linking to the specific task because you can do that. So wherever it's located in my personal thing, meaning like maybe have a a weekly to-do list or a a daily to-do list in addition to the power list and just like having some sort of layout for that in Notion and then linking to that specific page that covers that like a bigger task, if you will. So try to avoid the duplicates there. But overall, I just know that is so fucking crucial for me to get shit done. I need my next steps in front of me and then my priorities clear as fuck and having everything just outlined for me to just do. Discarding priorities and procrastinating on things like moxie energetics and even content and just a lot of things that I should have been doing like I had moxie energetics scheduled in for example I just end up working on different things and it was still like helpful to me what I was working on but it wasn't the top priority so actionable look at my fucking bank account that motivates me enough right now and just I need to start doing this multiple times a day um I did it the other day and it was helpful to do that but I want to start doing it every single day, just looking at it at least five times. That in itself is just like a great game, like the looking of the numbers of the debts and where I want to go and just creating a sport out of it because you you guys know I fucking love the gamification and sports. But And also applying more powerless tasks that are forcing me to do more mock energetic stuff and more priorities, um, things like more sales tasks, uh, reaching out to people, working on pitches, etc. I'm, I'm, I've found that my default task is to just make a plan. I mean, plans are helpful, but if you don't apply them, they're fucking pointless. My self-image in many different areas right now. So I'm finding I'm just like casting a negative or a an old, outdated self-image, and it's not helping me anymore. Like within health, for example, that's a great one. Um, I keep viewing myself as 170 pounds when I'm like 165. So it's encouraging me to do things like overeat and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, I view myself as someone who overeats, doesn't have control over food, etc. And then it ends up, like I got, I I fucking hit 171 yesterday for a period of time. Now I'm back down to 164, which makes no fucking sense. But did I say 174? I meant 171. I definitely said 174, didn't I? Okay, so anyways, I hit 171, but now I'm back lower, but it was just like, it was just scary what happened for me. Um, Same thing with girls, just like can't talk to girls. Um, It matters what the content content I'm saying is. 
is somewhat needy and attached, isn't sexual in nature, hiding sexuality, like just bullshit like that. Um, for my day to day, it's viewing myself as someone who wastes time, avoids the hard things, spends too much time on tasks that don't produce the results, maybe is even scared of success, etc. So like all of this, I'm negatively future pacing as well and it just creates those realities. So going forward, I've got to do a better job of creating new thought patterns. Um, something as simple as just affirmations or incantations or, and when I'm doing affirmations, by the way, it can be great to thought loop it, say it out loud or whatever, and then go like this, which by the way, if you're on video, I'm nodding my head. Yes. Because if you're saying I am successful, it like, I don't it just feels better when you do this. It's, it almost like tricks your brain into saying, yes, this is true. Yes, I agree with this type of thing. So use that effectively in your affirmations and it should help things get better. Also future pacing, got to do a better job of consciously visualizing. Going to throw that back probably on the power list because still have not built a habit of visualization properly, even though it was on for like fucking two months. Just still so weak. It's ridiculous. Oh, and also if you're saying I am, you can also throw in I am becoming, but I am, if you're focused on it, you can also just be like, I am in the process of becoming is another way of looking at I am. By the way, it actually super gets my adrenaline up talking about certain really uncomfortable things on camera. Like I talking about that women thing two minutes ago. What the fuck? Like, I don't know why I just dropped that shit, but it just gets my blood going or a little bit like fight or flight type of shit. What were my biggest lessons? For good entrepreneurs, your macro thesis is probably right and your intuition is probably right, but your idea might not be right. And that just because you have a bad idea does not make you a bad entrepreneur. You just might have to go through a few ideas to get there. I was listening to Masters of Scale in an episode, I think it was called the graduation episode, it was with, there was like a, a shit ton of clips they used, but um, Jordan Harbinger was on, Reed Hoffman obviously, and then Mark Pincus was for the specific points. And I, I thought it was really interesting because when they expanded on it, that was also when it really rang true because they were talking about like, you're going to have to go probably through some bad ideas to get to that. Like your instincts are probably right. And you just might have to go through a few ideas to get that correct, uh, the correct idea that matches the thesis properly. And I thought it was beautiful because it can be very discouraging when you hear or when your ideas are bad at first, but that just might be part of the process. And to trust that it's not necessarily your micro ideas that you need to get right on the first time. Um, and then after maybe say you go through five ideas and just pivoting throughout and, and then none of them work properly if you're done, if they're done correctly and implemented correctly. Um, that might be a good time after the ideas start to like get less and less meaning the idea quality gets worse and worse as time goes on. You're like, these are not very good ideas anymore. That might be a good time to reevaluate your macro thesis if you're, and your intuition, if you will. So yeah, I just, I, I really just appreciated this idea of it might take a few ideas, but just trust your intuition. Because like for me, in my experience, my intuition has generally been right. It's just about finding that correct idea. And it's, this is still in the process of happening and it will forever happen. It's just like, I have, I think I have really good intuition, but my ideas are not going to be necessarily right in the first go round, but you just got to keep fucking going with it. And then eventually your macro thesis should come true for the most part. All right. So I did a separate episode on this, but I'll quickly cover it here. 
sales and marketing as a way of influencing the person to do the action that they should. I never thought about sales and marketing like this, but it is an influence tool to help solve someone's problem, meaning they're not taking action right now on that specific product or that specific service. And it is your role as a salesman, a marketer, an influencer. And I mean, I don't mean an influencer like that. I mean, someone who influences. It's your role to help change that person's fucking life and help them solve their problem. Like it's your literal duty to sell that person because for me, I found that I'm very passionate about creating solutions to problems, but this is another way of getting to that same end result, which is the problem is solved. And I am in the position where I'm not like necessarily creating so much of these solutions right now, but it's more of like using the energy work and being able to be a part of the sales process now. So it's like, I have to shift my, my energy to becoming, Hey, this is like something that fires me up is helping change that fucking person's life by influencing them to do that thing that they are, they haven't been doing. Meaning buy that product, implement it. And then from there, watch how that result occurs and your problem is solved. Thought that was an interesting way of looking at it. Having a niche is actually an incredible thing. For the longest time, I've really struggled with the idea of niching. I've talked about this for probably as long as reflection has existed. I've just really struggled with wanting to be put in this box. I don't want to be put in this box. Um, I'm thinking specifically about document versus create that episode I put out like last April or whatever, or whatever that was. And I talked about it in that a lot. I just didn't want to be niched because I feel like I'm ever changing as a way that but I realized this week how powerful a niche actually is because with the specific context of who the fuck you're going to be talking to, it is so much easier to create examples, to create products, to create messages, to create communication styles that are going to hit that specific person because you're not trying to influence everyone per se. You're trying to just get into that specific archetype, that specific niche and get in their head understand what they care about, what they respond to, what their challenges are, and then fucking solve those challenges. Because if you're trying to solve everyone's challenges, which are all different, it is so much harder. So you've got to specifically focus on one niche and deliver that to the highest degree. And from there, you have such an easier, it's become so much fucking easier to impact the person because you're focused on like, one aspect of things you you can use specific specific examples that resonate with them rather than trying to just come up with random examples all the time your examples become more crystal clear your copy becomes more contextualized and including message like it's just everything is so focused on one fucking person instead of the entire fucking world and it's so much easier to influence a single person when you're specifically talking to them contextually than trying to talk to every single person so that's true with product development, that's true with sales, that's true with marketing, copywriting, communication, um, whatever the fucking medium. It's just so fucking true. Focus on a niche. Niches, riches, bitches. <laughs> Completely related to the last three points or so. Um, <laughs> my thoughts when they're first discovered on a topic and they're new and I haven't been thinking about them for a long time, they're fresh, I've learned them this week this month of you, like it's just, the fresher they are, the more jumbled they're going to be and it's the harder of a time I'm going to have communicating them because they're so fucking new. Um, this is 
a challenge that I'm going to have with documenting, but it is part of the process of fucking learning. I'm going to fall on my face when I'm explaining things. I did not explain the last three points or whatever very well. They are, they were pretty jumbled, um, but they're newer thoughts. So I had to be okay with myself and understand that I, like as time goes on, the message will become more clear. I'll be able to communicate it with better context, better examples, better thoughts, more organized. And I'm just going to have to be okay with falling on my face at first, jumbling through things as I teach myself and others. But if, yeah, anyways, that's just the fucking, it's just the truth. <laughs> this is such a funny one. Notion can replace practically all of my web apps. So <laughs> I spent a shit ton of time <laughs> in my development career, if you will, working on web apps that were going to serve myself and solve specific problems that I had. And I'm now noting, or I'm now realizing that Notion as a platform, even though it just started out as a fucking note-taking app, it seems like, but I, that's actually not true. That is not where I started. Um, it did start, because I learned about the origin today. It started as um, the founder working on creating a tool so that other people could create their own tools, if you will. So it's like a coding a coding for non-coders, if you will, which I think is fucking incredible. I love this story so much. But the way, yeah, so like the way everything is set up with like databases and pages and like all of the custom values and you can just set it up exactly how you want. It's such a freeform way that it literally can replace the apps that I've created with like 80% to 90% type of functionality, if you will. So like I'm missing like a focus mode, if you will. Um, I'm missing in like something like a journal, but now I've moved my journal to Notion because it's so much fucking easier to manage there. I've moved, I'm gonna be moving all my lists from list to Notion and uh, it's missing shuffle functionality, but like, again, there's more positives there that from switching to Notion. And here are the positives that I've fucking realized this week. I don't have to deal with fucking bugs anymore. I don't have to improve the product. I don't have to deal with the server bullshit and all of that jazz. Um, I don't have to continue getting better at development. I don't have to deal with new devices and new challenges and stuff like that. Um, I don't have to deal with any of the errors and I get all the fucking benefits. Um, like I, people are working on it for me. They're gonna handle it. I can craft such interesting things with just basic, unlimited uh, flow tools, if you will, meaning it's just such a sandbox, this fucking app, I love it. Um, so yeah, anyways, it could have been really easy for me to just get romantic and be like, yo, I need to stick with these fucking apps, but no, it's time to move on from what's no longer serving me, and though those things have been incredible, like thoughts and lists have just helped me so much, but it's time to move on and do things differently. And uh, I'm so grateful that as I move out of coding, that I have something like this that still keeps that coding energy alive. Oh, and also, I forgot to talk about a massive fucking thing, Nim Sem Tracker. This is something I worked on for like a month, maybe more, in August, November, something like that. And it was to track all the sessions with non-material source energy medicine, for moxie energetics. All of it can be done. <laughs> There's no single fucking thing as far as I can recall in the functionality that cannot be done with Notion. And that excites me because I don't have to deal with it anymore. I don't have to 
do any of those upcoming features that I was going to build. Um, I don't have to stay current with React. I don't have to do any of that bullshit. As much as I will always love coding, I just don't want to worry about that type of stuff and I'm not in that world right now. And I'm just so grateful that, uh, that it's, it's all here. I'm just, I'm so excited for the potentials without, with Notion. It's just, it's fucking incredible. So super grateful for Notion as I move out of coding and allowing me to still maintain that coding mindset and uh, use all of the data systems that I've designed in coding and just apply them in Notion. Cause like everything I've designed in NIMSEM Tracker, I'm now just gonna use it in, in Notion. I'm not like, so it, it could have seemed like wasted time, but I still had to go through that process of designing the systems. And honestly, that's the fucking hardest part for me at least is just designing the proper systems. Anyways, fucking love you Notion so much. What challenges did I experience? Okay, so I was listening to this really fucking good podcast with Donald Glover is his name. And I was just, yeah, like I, I've been on this, I hate to call it an alpha journey, but just this journey of becoming my higher self, if you will, in a physical level. <laughs> how does this make, I, I don't know exactly how to say this. Anyways, I've just, I was obsessed for the longest time with being alpha. Um, I don't really care much anymore because it's just like when you're trying to be alpha, that's inherently beta. And uh, there is your quick summary for why I've stopped trying to be alpha. But I noticed that I had some beta behavior that I didn't realize had creeped up on me. And I was listening to this podcast. He was talking about, what was he talking about? I'm fucking, this is very uncomfortable to talk about on camera. I'm not going to lie. So... Yeah, he was talking about the the challenge with nice guys is they hide their sexuality and they hide their sexual preferences, desires, and they don't communicate them. They keep them on wrap. And I was like, fuck, I do this. I do not do a good job of making it clear um, that I'm a very sexual human being and that I have sexual desires and I just hide so much of it. It's ridiculous. So... Yeah, I've fallen into that trap and it's not good because I'm not creating enough I'm not creating enough tension either with women in my life. And tension is required if you want to have attraction and ultimately hook up or date or like it's just a good thing in a relationship to have positive tension and that is something that I've just struggled with because I don't want to create conflict. I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. But if I am being authentically me and communicating my desires and stuff like that, like basically what I'm trying to say here is I've been quite inauthentic about certain things. And sexuality is definitely one of them. I'm not sharing enough of my... This sounds like I'm literally coming out. I'm not. <laughs> I'm literally just trying to say that I've just kept my shit on rap too much with uh with females like i just don't communicate well enough with them i don't communicate my desires and i try to avoid conflict avoid tension and it's just shooting myself in the fucking foot so that's all i'm trying to say right there and just a reminder that tension is required you can make it positive and it's not necessarily going to push her away like that's always been my thing i'm like don't, i don't want to push her away i don't want to be i don't want to be making her uncomfortable um I don't want to frighten her, but like if you're t if you're doing this in a good way and your beliefs are correct, your beliefs are correct and your intent is correct, it should go over well.
Man, I forget so much of my week right now. It's fucking insane. When like Sunday rolls around, I just struggle to <laughs> remember all of my learnings, all of my takeaways, all of my, cause it's there. My subconscious knows. It's just harder to make it subconscious, it's harder to make it conscious again. Because like, for example, taco, or yeah, taco salad. I almost completely forgot about that, but I saw a picture. I was like, oh shit, that was on Monday. I can cover this today. That was completely gone. But if I did think about tacos again, then that would have been, that lesson would have been conscious again because I'm like, oh, I want I want a bowl instead of a wrap. So that type of shit. But anyway, I use like reminders and stuff like that, but I wish it was just all conscious. I think at least that might be hell. I'm not sure. We'll see. A feeling at times like I threw July directly in the trash in terms of productivity. Um, <laughs> I mean, even right now, I'm just looking at it like, yeah, kind of. But at the same time, I did take a lot of... And so this is what how I'm looking at it right now. Take one step back to take two steps forward. Organize so much of my life. Make it easier to, for myself to do shit going forward and just create those systems that are going to drive me towards success. I think this is the right thing. We'll see how this all ages. <laughs> it's like the click of shit. I'm like editing it the other day. I'm like... I might look back and regret this, how much time I'm spending. Yeah, a little bit. Cause I fucking, I didn't need to do all that. Like it was just so extensive, but it taught me some very important lessons that I'm glad I know now, which is in sorting, don't make things complex. Start out with simplistic sorting and simplistic categorization. And then when you get there and it gets a little bit crazy, then you go deeper and you get more complex and more advanced sorting, but just like start out with simplicity. Ooh, here's a good one. So I started out my week with three L's in my power list. That has never fucking happened. That was so scared that I was gonna hit my max, which is four L's. I have never hit four losses in a week in a power list. So, because that means that you've lost a week. So I'm terrified of that. And uh, it would, it just really showed me a lot of, first of all, what the fuck was I about to say here? Oh yeah, I, I felt super powerless. I lacked so much momentum. I felt exhausted. I wanted to just sleep. Um, I And honestly, what it did is it showed me in this really painful spot of like, doubt, fear, discouragement, disbelief, all of these things. It just showed me, I'm like, oh my God, I have so much more empathy for why people don't get started because they have no momentum. They are not moving forward on a daily basis. Um, it was just very tough on me. I became super pessimistic and I was like, holy fuck, this is why so much of the world is pessimistic. It doesn't believe in themselves and all of these types of things because they are they're not creating that momentum on a daily basis. They're not taking micro steps, if you will, towards their macro dreams and goals and ambitions and desires. So it's like, no wonder people don't fucking believe in themselves and aren't moving forward consistently. They're not even making the tiny steps on a given day and like, they're just shooting themselves in the fucking foot. So anyways, that just taught me a lot of like, of empathy towards and like for most of the world is like that so um and also like the lack of confidence that came with that was challenging as well it was just tough but I'm glad I had to go through that because it did teach me like it's really as simple as for one just creating momentum in your life by doing tiny fucking steps 
in the right direction towards the end result, if you will. And yeah, that's literally how you get yourself out of that place because I did four straight, well, later on I'll hit four straight Ws again and uh, I'll save my week. And uh, I felt so much better since I've had this streak of wins. It's just, it's a, it's such a good feeling. Anyways, gratitude for the power list. Oh, and also when I was in that place, all I wanted to do was just go to bed, sleep, um, watch movies, put myself in caffeine comas, uh, food comas, or do fitness. Just like anything to escape the work. It was just, it was bad. Even though I'm back on momentum, if you will, I still have questioned that, excuse me, I still have questioned that time this week if I am a capable entrepreneur, if I'm able to succeed, if I am worthy of running a business and managing a business, and if I'm just bullshitting myself, just like all types of random things like that. So I'm just, just confronting a lot of a lot of demons, if you will. Um, and that's not even necessarily demons per se. That's just like kind of looking at potential hard truths. Because if I don't change, if I don't evolve, but that's the thing, it's like life is not static. It is a constant evolution. So I have to remember that. It's like, I might not be Michael Jordan of entrepreneurship, but maybe I, I just, I don't even fucking know. That whole, like, it's just tough with entrepreneurship because there's, it's just, it goes so beyond just making money. It's like, it's hard to explain. I'm not going to get into it right now. I covered it on, I covered it in my, episode titled something like am i an entrepreneur or not everything how do i know if i'm an entrepreneur something like that i'll put it in the description oh i also have a question like have i fucking done anything in like a year or even two years really i just feel like i haven't done fucking shit in uh, in a long time yeah it's painful just feel like i'm not working on the right things um in terms of i end up working on things that should not be the top priority like why am I not throwing every fucking second into Mox Energetics and and energy work and communication and influence right now? Like, why am I not doing that? So, guys, I'm super fucking in debt right now. It is rough. And I could let it cripple me, but I'm instead letting it charge me the fuck up and using it as this, like, metric in this game I'm playing called life. And it's, I'm just going to have fun with it. It's going to be good. It's gonna take me, it might take me a bit, or it might take me a short amount of time, depending on how much effort and action I'm putting in into this target, if you will, but we'll see how it all goes. But uh, yeah, I'm not gonna let this fucking cripple me, that's for sure. Where did I grow the most? Caring less about stupid shit. Like I was looking at myself and just attachment to specific little things with a notion. Like I was looking at, Oh my God, if there was no text in the body of the page, that was such a bad thing. Or if there's too many custom values, it was just making things look silly. I'm like, oh, it matters so much. Or if there's no no title, um, but there's content. Like it was just, oh my God, it was so stupid. So anyways, that was <laughs> that was my one of my challenges this week as I was caring way too much about little stupid shit like that. And instead of doing, I was just concerned. Yeah care less about shit like that now just moving forward and just whatever it doesn't matter can fix things later it's fucking software it's an ever go it's a, it's in a constant state of change it's in a constant state of fucking change handling financial pressure so if i looked at where my bank account was 
right now, but like maybe a few months back, I'm sure that would have crippled me. Like it's really not good, <laughs> but I'm handling the energy better. I am handling the tension. I am doing what's within my control. I am focused on acting in the correct ways, um, seeing things a little bit more detached, laughing at things a little bit more. Um, what else can I say here? <sighs> yeah, handling that because no sense in being crippled by it. It's not gonna speed things up. It is just a challenge and it's gonna make me better for it after I go through it. So I'm grateful. I am grateful for this, this situation. It's going to grow the living fuck out of me. Next point that is completely related, viewing myself as the person that is going to get myself out of this. It could be very easy to look at externally and be like, mom, dad, family, network, how can you guys help me get out of this? Um, I'm just saying fuck that right now. I'm also focused on this house, meaning like, I'm just trying to imagine that I am the only one here. It's me and source and that's it. And I'm forced to make shit happen because I have no fucking choice. It's just me and source and I have to act. I have to do what I need to do and I can't rely on anyone else. As for this house, I want to fucking take control of this situation because doesn't I feel like I'm going to be the only one that's fucking acting here. Love you mom, but like what the fuck is going on right now with this situation? Um, we're both just we're just procrastinating both of us so much. So Anyways, I had to fucking take control and yeah. So I'm, I'm just starting to view myself more as like, I am the only one who's gonna do it. And looking at that, whether it's true or not, is just a powerful place to be because it forces me to act. So yeah, I completely forgot to cover like a huge part of that point, which is I wanna be able to support mom and Tay around here. It is, yeah, I would, that would just bring me a lot of joy to support both of them as uh, we're all pretty fucking awful with finances around here right now. So anyways, action is the way out. What am I obsessed with right now? Gotta be Notion. This product is fucking incredible. I just can't believe how fucking good it is, man. It's just solving so many fucking challenges. Like I'm loving the journal aspect of it right now. I'm so looking forward to having meeting notes and like hangout notes. Like literally, I wanna capture every time. Notes and takeaways from every time I'm hanging out with someone. I wanna have note sections, meaning like whenever I'm sitting down and studying some content or some sort of like book or I don't, whatever the fucking thing is. I also love the quote section. There's just so many fucking things I'm doing with this. The resources, the tools, the library. Library is a cool one I worked on this week. Um, every resource that is worthy of going in my quote unquote digital library and adding that there. What else, man? There's just so many things. I'm loving the mind dumps, even though that was a little bit challenging in my brain this week in terms of hierarchies and lack of body in the text and all that shit. I'm like, oh, but I don't care so much anymore. It's just a tiny bit, a little bit there. Anyways, it's fucking incredible. I love how much it's replacing. Google Docs is is replaced. List is replaced. My journal is replaced. ClickUp and Trello are replaced. Um, everything's replaced. It's crazy. I just don't. It's amazing. I fucking love this app. I want everyone on it. Sign up. Use my link. I want free shit. Okay, so here's a fucking good one. French vanilla ice cream with banana chopped up in it. Oh my fucking God. 
It is so fucking nice. I wish I could eat entire bowls of the shit because it's just so good. Also, chocolate tea, it's not actual chocolate. It's just like chocolate hint of like, I think it's chocolate and chai or whatever. It is so fucking good. My God. I'm just, I was in love. Still am. It's just incredible. Okay. Thank you so much for watching and listening. That has been Reflections 55 in the books. And I covered some like more touchy shit there, especially with women. Um, I'm on a journey to be fully transparent. Hopefully it'll eventually happen. <laughs> it's just, it is just challenging, especially when people are involved. I don't want to be fully transparent about that because they did not sign up to be in my life and be on content, if you will, just by being in my life. So yeah. Anyways, if you got value to this episode, please do me a favor, share with a friend, tell them specifically why you shared it with them, whether, whether if that was a specific point or just like the general idea of reflections, whatever it is, please do me a favor, share it with someone if you got value. If you got to also value, liking it would be incredible. Rating it five stars if you're on iTunes, um, commenting if you're on a comment platform and just commenting what your biggest takeaway was. And if you like this type of stuff and if you got value from it, do me a favor, subscribe via iTunes or Facebook or YouTube. All of the links are below. Appreciate you so much for watching and listening. It's fucking, I just, yeah, you've heard it a million times, but I just get a ton of joy if people actually take the time to listen or watch to this, or watch this incredibly long piece of content. But it's just you, giving a fuck about my journey. So that's why I ultimately care. Yeah, okay. <laughs> As always, my name is Josh Moxie and I will catch you later. <laughs>